Los Angeles, I'm Ada Bogado. A little bit of everything, huh? For Freeform with me, Nighty, on Tuesday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. right here on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor.
are we doing in here? Dan, get off my foot. There are hangers everywhere, Christy. And what's up with these mothballs? This is stifling. I feel like I can't breathe. Yeah, and I can barely move. Forget this, man. Closets are for clothes. Closets are for clothes is Michigan's premier queer radio show, celebrating 30 years of broadcast excellence. 60 minutes of award-winning gaiety and witty repartee. <laughs> We're here. We're on. Closets are for clothes on WCBN-FM 88.3 Radio Free Ann Arbor. The next hour will be jam-packed with news, reviews, and interviews of interest to the LGBT community, our friends, family, and allies. We are your hosts... Dan Burns and Christy Cardinal. Thanks for joining us. Let's go. Well, Christy, it's just you and I tonight. It's just you and I, and we want to best wishes to Bryn, who got called out of town unexpectedly. Yeah, I think that's actually an excuse, because there is a big event happening this Saturday, and oh, yeah? I was a little nervous about having her here. Oh, yeah? Because we would have had to have like maybe barricaded you know, this, this uh, studio and everything. Why is that? Well, it is the Ohio State Michigan football, oh, you know. Right. And being that she's from Ohio, I was a little nervous uh, on we her were, behalf. We were worried about her safety. That's right. And so and she so thinks she got out of town. I think she did. I think okay. she realized by coming into Ann Arbor, you know, with possibly Ohio plates or Ohio, you know, yeah. aura, she may not have been able to, you know, take the pressure. Any remote red or white. Exactly. On her body or anything like that. Exactly. Yeah, she so, was in danger. Yes. So I think that might have actually been the reason. I see. Yeah, sure. You... There was some emergency Whatever. in her family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's just chicken. That's right. Exactly. So it's Wednesday, <laughs> November 15th, right? It's the 15th of November? Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, and we this is Closets Are for Clothes for this fine, fine evening. It's That's raining. That's right. Ooh, it is gloomy it's out. It's very gloomy. It may actually snow... At no, some point really? Morning. But no accumulation. Oh, okay. Not that I'm a meteorologist. You really <laughs> shouldn't rely really on anyone at WCBN to tell you the weather. That's not what we're known no, for around exactly, here. Exactly, exactly. But I did hear that earlier today, and I wanted to point it out. But it will be our third snowfall already this year. Oh, you're kidding. With no accumulation, yeah. No, though. the first, the second one, there was accumulation. Oh, yes, because that stayed like for a day while. Before, the day after Halloween. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, um, wow. So, or the two days after Halloween or something. Right. Um, oh, yeah, we can totally. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. Dan, Dan just whipped out a piece of paper that got me really excited. <laughs> Woohoo! So, Dan, how are you? Well, you know, I've kind of had, I've, I've kind of had a mixed week. It's one of those where... It's kind of a, a live version of of the new sitcom, not sitcom, I guess, it's the drama that's on TV, Brothers and Sisters, where, you know, where people are, you know, that there's some stuff that's going on in the family, and, and they, but they turn who, you know, but there's some moral issues that are happening, but they turn to the, the gay guy who's mm-hmm. immoral, and so I've been kind of having a little bit of an issue with my... Really? Yeah, I've been having some family, like, drama where the, the strong... Um, religious, um, conservative group of our family. There, we have a matriarch of our family is not doing well. Um, but who were they expecting to step in? The gay guy. Right. And so it's kind of been, I mean, kind of like, it, so watching Brothers and Sisters, because there's an issue that's happening there that they turn to the gay guy to resolve. And, and I'm kind of like, oh, wait a minute here. You know, here I am. 
you know, I'm I'm an hour and a half away from this per, from the matriarch of her family, and they're expecting me to provide um, this this care. Uh, right. And I'm so I'm kind of. So I don't know. I've been kind of, it's been kind of one of those, like, I don't know really how to deal with that. So I've been kind of taking different polls on, you know, well, I really want to help this person. She's been really important to my life. And, you know, of course, if she needs me, definitely I'll step in, you know, definitely if that's what Mm -hmm. she needs me. But at the same time, it's, it can be also very difficult. Um, It's, but there's like several other family members that are like at least eight that I can think of that are closer geographically geographically so i mean that are like five minutes away and so right. it's kind of like i don't get this so yeah. i'm kind of i'm I'm kind of wondering like what's what's really going on and and now that it's the holiday season you know is it so it's kind of one of those things so thanksgiving is going to be a very interesting evening or, or day i should say um you know the holidays that are coming up with the various events that are happening in december it's we're going to have some very interesting conversations the next um yeah i would want yeah. i would be very curious to ask i would be asking those questions yes. myself if i were you if i yes. you know why is it me yep that you guys are expecting is it because mm-hmm. i'm gay is it because i'm single is it because i live you know yep. i don't have kids what is the reason because frankly it doesn't make a lot of sense right I mean, if there's something specific that you need from me right i would be glad I'm to provide down that. for that absolutely absolutely but for regular day-to-day stuff right that's kind of a tall order yes and yes exactly <laughs> and so i'm kind of i'm in, i'm really quite perplexed by this and, and 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 i know that of all the people in our in our family um she resu- um um and uh and so that i can be able to um be there I, I guess I'm sorry. I'm doing a lot of trying to at the same time not really tell the issue and not really sure, tell all the sure, story. Sure, You don't want to disclose, uh, yeah. disclose details that really. Yeah, exactly. Ain't my business. Yeah, <laughs> well, any, right, exactly. That I don't. I want to respect this person because the thing right. is, I really do respect this person, and she was very important in my life. And I'm like, I, you know, I'm there, and I know that she responds really well to me. Um, I don't know what it is, but she, I can be very frank with her and just like tell her when she's going off. Right. Well, and so I, I can come in. Have and that just relationship do it. with people, right? right? That, uh, and, and maybe that's part of what people are, yeah, responding to and encouraging. But at the same time, it's hard not to think those other things are a factor as well, right? Um, exactly. You or could, you like couldn't one possibly the... have a life, right? Right. Which, but right, exactly. Like if they could take, if they could deal with it during the week, then maybe I can do it on the, you know, maybe. I don't know. It's it's one of those things like maybe and is it too much for me to do it once on once a week, you know? And I guess it's very interesting mm-hmm. when you have other people of those eight people, they probably the average salary that they're making is maybe 150,000, you know, and on my measly 27,000, right. I'm the one that's got to drive. Drive an hour and a half <laughs> each way. <laughs> right. So Right. Yeah, totally yeah. not fair. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those like okay, we gotta work this out. So yeah, and maybe there's a way to. I mean, I personally am confrontational sometimes in those situations, mm-hmm. but maybe there's a non-confrontational way to do it. Maybe they're saying sitting down and saying, "Okay, let's work out a plan." Right. For how this is going to happen, because I'm going to be perfectly honest with everyone here. I can't drive out here four or yes. five times a week. Exactly. I can't afford it, and I don't have the time to do that. Right. Right. You know, and just saying that and being honest yep. 
Um, well, and that's what happened. Well, when the last time we had this emergency where there was a medical issue, I they took care of her during the week, and I came in on the weekends because I could drive once, stay at the at her mm-hmm. house, um, and then and then leave. And I didn't really have to. I could take care of the weekend part um, right, if right. they could take care of at least during the week more intensively. Um, and so it got to be, and we that kind of worked, but it did get to be. After so many months, where I kind of said, "Okay, this has got to stop," and luckily right. she was well, able to be to released have a and get home. Life. Right. You have right. to have. I have to have my own outlet. Right. Well, yes. in particular, when you're caretaking for someone, yes, it's very important to be able to find ways to take care of yourself. Right. Whether that's going to the movies or playing cards or whatever, something that you can do to sort of re-energize. Yes. Exactly. It's important. So, very important. So just kind of dealing with that and kind of just, you know, making some decisions around that. And so it's been kind of a, an interesting uh, – and then to watch TV and then see it playing out in front of me. I was right. just like, see it on, on the yeah. television. Exactly. Now, it's not exactly what they're dealing with. but right, I right. Mean, but it's, similar. Yeah, exactly. Where it's very interesting who they turn to, mm-hmm. who in the family folks to turn to. Um, and so, yeah. So – yeah, so it's just kind of it's a very interesting, and I don't mean didn't mean to bring in the conservative Christian aspect to it, but um, well, but it was one of those things of when they're accusing me of not being that I, that I'm not Christian or I'm not religious or you know it's kind of like yeah, but who's the one that's always bringing the helping hand? Mm-hmm. You know, so that's where it gets very very frustrating of when people are claiming they're so high and mighty, like the the reverend. Um, that recently had his fall and the evangelical, um, right, right. um, reverend where he, I mean, it, it just gets very interesting to me. And, um, and I did a presentation recently as well. Sorry, I've taken up our whole, uh, Meh, um, it's fine. Um, so, but one of the things was where, um, where I was actually, you know, I was, I, I was in a uh, class where they were talking about policy and LGBT issues. And so I kind of told them a little bit of my story and how religion is a major part of my family and part of my life. And um, I was reminded that in all, not all Christians um, or religious folks are against gay people. Even though my story plays a little, a lot into that, that not everybody has that issue. So that's true, you know, but that's it's true. It seems to be the ones that get the most media, I guess, that I have issues with. So, so it appears to be a, um, it, it, well, and I think that that's what I kind of consistently, as much as I complain about the conservative religious right and what they're doing is very frustrating for me. And when I'm realizing that I have, do have friends that are, um, religious, but, um, are writer than, the people who are on the right, <laughs> <You know? laughs> right? Yeah, if you right. put that together, so um, and so, I appreciate that. I appreciate getting reminded of that every once in a while, as kind acts actually happen. Sure, so. and you know, I've actually, you know, have talked to people like I don't think people like Fred Phelps and Jerry Falwell and those people who are very rabidly anti-gay ensconced in their religion mm-hmm. you know they're not christian and right. what i know of christianity right i mean i'm not christian so i don't have a firm definition mm-hmm. of that but i do know what some of the the teachings are yes. and and you know, having a website called God Hates Fags, mm, yeah. not so Christian. No, I don't I'm think so. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Where's the love? 
<laughs> um, this is actually some news, my m- sort of related to what you're talking about. That uh-huh. um, South Africa on Tuesday dun, dun, became dun. the fifth country in the world to legalize same-sex marriage. Okay, this is South Africa, right? That had constitutional racism yes. in, in our lifetime. Yes, like until the early 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, the government made last-minute changes to the bill, removing language which created separate categories for same and opposite-sex unions. It passed in the National Assembly, 230 to 41. Wow. The new law allows the voluntary union of two persons, which is solemnized and registered by either a marriage or civil union. The government had originally proposed allowing only civil unions for same-sex couples, something that LGBT rights groups and constitutional law experts said created a separate but equal status that would be challenged in the constitutional court. Interesting. A provision in the new law that allows churches to refuse to perform same-sex marriage continues to rankle gay groups, but overall reaction has been favorable. Um, a spokesperson for 17 LGBT groups said that in large part, the act signals a rejection of previous attempts to render lesbian and gay people as second-class citizens. It demonstrates powerfully the commitment of our lawmakers to ensuring that all human beings are treated with dignity. Mm-hmm. The new law is called the Civil Unions Act, and while it allows gays to marry, the Marriage Act defines marriage as a union between a man and a woman. Um, so it is still a little separate but equal. The LGBT groups called on the government to harmonize the two laws to avoid confusion and legal challenges. Um, in a statement, the group said, A parallel administrative system for the two statutes only increases the burden on state machinery and is likely to lead to confusion. In addition, it continues to reinforce the notion that there is a need to separate same-sex couples from other marriage forms in some way. Passage of the bill defeats a December court-imposed deadline to end discrimination against same-sex couples in South Africa. Last year, the Constitutional Court ruled that denying same-sex couples the rights of marriage was unconstitutional. It said that if Parliament fails to act by the December deadline, the law automatically would be changed to include same-sex unions, but it gave no specific direction on how the law should be changed. Last year, the Constitutional Court ruled that denying same-sex couples the rights of marriage was unconstitutional. It said that if Parliament fails to act... Oh, this is a repeat. That's what I get for uh, not reading it thoroughly. Uh, uh, I was just re- That sentence was repeated twice. The case that led to the court ruling was brought by Marie Fury and Cecilia Bonthuis, who have been partners since 1994 but were unable to marry. Seven other same-sex couples later joined the case. So that's astonishing absolutely. news. Absolutely. That's astonishing great. Astonishing news. And it's really and great. What, and what great strides that they have been making in South Africa. Right, in the I last mean, 25 years or so. Well, I mean, just in the last even 10 years. Yeah. I mean, the strides that they've been making and dealing with equality and having the conversation mm-hmm. and having, I mean, going from how institutional, I mean, I mean, in the consti- constitutional, right. well, yeah, in their constitution uh, of, of who they who they were and how they defined themselves, right. there was racism. And here they are going in such a different direction. direction. I mean, what a great success story. Well, um, and, you know, and in some ways... Um, we, they mention the separate but equal thing. It reminds me, you know, the United States Constitution is around, has been around for like ever, like mm-hmm. 200 and some odd years. And a lot of other countries who have newer constitutions look to that document and sort of base their mm-hmm. constitution on it because it is such a strong and it's a malleable document. It changes yes. over time. We can interpret it how we need to for the times in which we live. And, you know, and it's clear that, that in some way South Africa 
did that. Absolutely. Um, and shame on us. Right. For not realizing that our Constitution grows and changes in that way. And that, you know, here's a nation that is still kind of trying to get it right. Yeah. Yeah. And working really hard to do that. Um, and we do things like Proposal 2 in the state of Michigan. Well, and that's exactly it. And that's where I was just about to say, is like, oh, and here uh, the leading country is going, is propelling backwards. Right. I mean, it is it is going so quickly backwards. Um, I, I've been v- having very interesting conversations about the whole, pro- both Proposal 2s. Um, right. You know, it's just like how, you know, what, they're saying, well, this is Michigan. This should never have happened. Well, you know what, that, that maybe is something we never really looked at. Um, and I think one of the things that I, I'm getting a little bit leery about and why I'm I'm not quite there yet, but I'm moving more in this direction is that, you know what? I want marriage. I don't want civil union. I don't want um, a coupling. I don't want another word. I want marriage. The reason is, is that as a civil union, we don't get all the same rights. We don't get all the social security rights. We don't get mm-hmm. the um, the benefits of, of various um, other things that the government provides. Um, and at the same time, there are situations like, okay, so we have a civil union. And then, I, and, and so, Christy, if you and I decide to have a civil union, I know that would be considered a marriage. But, I mean, if we had a civil <laughs> union. Um, we could get married yeah. instead of, in <laughs> spite of being exactly. gay as hell. Right. We could get married. Exactly. Um, but let's say Alex. You I'm going to pull Saturday? you into it, Alex. What's that? I said you do anything <laughs> That's right. Exactly. But if I pulled Alex into this and said, okay, so Alex and I have a civil union, um, uh, it would be hell for Alex. But anyway, <laughs> married to me. But anyway, but if he decided, um, and I don't know what his... Uh, what his circumstances are with work and things. But, I mean, if he was going to use my um, health insurance that I get through my company, um, we would be taxed on that. That would be considered income. And so where if you and I got married, um, it wouldn't even be considered. Right. Uh, And one of the other things that I realized that there was a a police – uh, station, uh, a unionized police station um, that had uh, 15 employees. And they said, okay, fine, we'll allow civil unions um, or allow the, the coupling or your, your partner to be on our plan. But they're not allowed dental. Now, how much is dental going to cost and a company weird. that, oh, we'll give them health insurance, but we won't give them eye or dental. And we'll give them eye as well, but we won't give them dental. How weird. How much are they saving? I mean, I just thought that was the weirdest. That's uh, just weird. Absolutely. And so it's just, as, I, as I've been hearing about, um, uh, about negotiations that are happening in this county and how I'm – and then I hear that, that, that gr- about that group – um, it it just baffled me, and so it's more and more I'm being convinced that you know what, marriage is the way to go. It's not a civil union. I I don't want a civil union. I don't want a couple be coupled. I want a marriage. I want the equal rights mm-hmm. that all straight and heterosexual people have, and I really and um get frustrated with that. Yeah, I totally I understand what you're saying. My I more and more lean towards the argument of. Why the hell do you get any special status for getting coupled? Absolutely. Why is it that? I mean, I I would love to be married legally. Like, I think that would be great. I would have this, you know, sort of sanctified yes. relationship that yes. that's all great and which well would be i'm really afraid with you guys because you guys are already gross and mushy and all that good stuff yeah, so then thanks. to be sanctified oh my god um, <laughs> thanks um but the the fact that that would then afford us some sort of special status in our society 
is weird yeah. to me, and it's it's also unfair. Yes. Why is it that you know a single person doesn't also get those same things? Thank you. It, it may it doesn't it's, right. It's very so. What happens to me. like my younger sister who currently isn't coupled with anybody? I mean. Wh- why should she not be getting the same benefits and the same right. rights Why as everybody else? Why are there else? tax breaks for being in a couple? Well, because of the children. We want the children to be... Okay, but be, what be if cro- they don't have the children? Well, then, then you're living in sin, but we won't get into that. But, but yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, why, why is that uh, there? Mm-hmm. Why? And, you know, the other thing is, I always argue, though, with this, is that the things that are given to people when they marry are not just rights. They are responsibilities. Absolutely. And you can't, you know, I, if I'm choosing to say, okay, I'm going to be responsible for this woman that I love in these ways. Yes. Then nobody should be able to deny that to me. Absolutely. Like, if I want to say, you know what, I'm going to be responsible for her debt. Yes. And she's going to be responsible for mine. Yep. Credit card companies should be very pro-gay marriage. Absolutely. Because they're going to get their money yep. one way or the other that yep. way, right? Right. I mean, that's just one of many mm-hmm. examples, but um, I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Right, exactly. I know I got a little selfish on that, but yes. Okay. Um, but I just, I just was, you asked me and I just didn't think what the answer was going to be. Well, so and I it went along. Hit the we, tip. we went far with it. Exactly. We, we went off and talked about South Africa and whatnot. But before we get to you, yeah. I do want to at least say that there is, even though we had some background, uh, back backup stuff that happened um, in the, the last Tuesday on uh, November 7th, um, I do want to say that there were a couple successes I was not aware of on Wednesday. One, which I think we I think we may have hit on, which I didn't mean to point like that. But anyway, um, okay. we are, <laughs> we're here, um, where we had the defeat of the, say, of the uh, discrimination against gay people in, uh, oh, was it Arizona? Yes, we Okay, we did talk about, about it, but we did not talk about Honolulu. Uh-oh, what happened there? Kim Coco Awamoto has earned a seat uh, earned a seat on Hawaii's statewide board of education. According to the National Advocacy uh, Group, she becomes the country's highest elected openly transgender person. That's awesome. Isn't that awesome? Awamoto did not make her gender status part of her campaign, but she was openly advo- uh, but openly advocated for transgender youth and related issues at the state capitol. She placed third among six candidates of three uh, for three seats, um, uh, representing Oahu, along with Karen Knudsen and Donna Akita. Awamato issued a a signed statement after her victory, saying she looks forward to working with other board members to move the state forward. Awamoto was born on uh, Kauai and attended all-boy St. Is it Louis or Louis? I never know. St. Louis High School um, on Oahu. And I read this the other day, and I was just like, celebration. I mean, can you imagine what that board is going to be like? Mm -hmm. I would love to be the fly on that that wall. Or just even attend the meetings. Absolutely. I mean, the, the the progression that they're going to have of just her bringing some information about just gender issues mm-hmm. and to that and just an open mind. I just, it's so refreshing. Well, and speaking of that, one of the things we also forgot to mention last week um, is that in Oregon, oh. the state Supreme Court, the, the voters of Oregon re- all elected the second justice to the Supreme Court who's gay. Absolutely. They already had a gay man on the court and now there's a gay woman as well. Which is great. Um, or a lesbian, you know, whatever. Whatever they go by, <laughs> right. Whatever, whatever their chooses. title is. Um, but that's amazing, and that's not going on anywhere else in the United States. There it's are two just... 
Um, I mean, Supreme Court justice is kind of a big deal. Uh, just a tad. Yes. A little bit. Mm-hmm. So, right on, Oregon. Absolutely. Way to go. So, let's take a break and then get back to you. Okay. And they'll be all about you, I promise. All about me, really? All about no, you. No, I can talk about Jeremy at all. Well, well, he can talk about you. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm Lorraine, and we're from Camp Trans, and you're listening to Closets Are for Clothes on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. It's a radio, radio for, for all, all kinds, kinds of people. people. We're back, aren't we? We are back! Yay! Yay! So we may have a few new listeners. Um, yeah? yeah, so it was, uh, but it was supposed to be all about you. I'm sorry. So well, let's I, talk about the new listeners. Well, I just fine. want to say, do a shout out to um, Kitty, Kathy, Ardith, um, and the gang. So they might be listening tonight. So. The gang. Yes. Um, I um, we had a um, a little get together on Friday, and they were like, "Now, what radio station are you on?" And so I think they, I know Ardith. You probably do. So I um, know the gang. You know the gang. It's <laughs> I know a gang. Yeah, that's right. So. I, I'm a gangster. Okay, cool. So how uh, are you? You know, I'm good. Today is um, something like Question Gender Day or something like that. It's like <gasps> Challenge Gender Rules Day. Oh, you're that's kidding. And I was supposed to wear an evening gown to the show, but it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> so I did it. That's my excuse. Ah. Right. And because, you know, who I could I just really figured with tell? the very long shirt that you had on, you were yeah. trying to be your attempt. I mean, who could really tell anyway? I mean, we're on the radio. <laughs> I could be wearing an evening gown. Nobody well, I'm really wearing knows. a tutu. That's <laughs> true. It's very pink. It is. You are wearing it, but it is it is Challenge Gender Rules Day, and I would I am bringing that up not because I'm trying to shame myself about not wearing an evening gown, but I have decided of recent this is recent that I'm no longer going to obsess over my facial hair. I'm totally going to rock a mustache. Fantastic! Because it's a pain in the ass to deal with. Wow! And I was like, you know, I'm just. Whatever, I don't care. Absolutely. And so, yeah, and that's my my challenge gender rules day thing. Wow. That I'm gonna say that, and you know, and nobody who kisses me is complaining. So there you go. That's a good thing. Absolutely, absolutely. It's a good thing. And I never even realized you even had it. So well, I guess well, those microphones are the way. Well, I take care of it. Yeah. I usually do what many painful and crazy things to get rid of it. Oh. And I've decided no longer to do absolutely. those things. Good absolutely. Absolutely. And so that's my thing. Be you. Exactly. Be all of you. Yeah. It's my a little goodness. weird. Every yeah. little hair of you. <laughs> Thank you, Jeremy. It is a little, it's different. Just don't let it get rabbit. Arr, arr, arr. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, no, wait a minute. This doesn't mean I, no, I can't back on me, but is it, that means I don't need to shave. 
No. Oh, okay. Was okay. Good. No. If you don't want to? You don't have to. Yeah, well, I was just trying to think of the if there was like a reflection of like okay, so no. now that you're giving up the pain, I'm gonna have to balance the universe. Well, with... shaving is not very painful, is it? No, not at all. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I think it is. Oh no! Are you sensitive? I'm sensitive. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if folks are tuning in, I don't think they maybe know who Jeremy is. Yeah, Jeremy um, Merklinger is the president of the Rat Board of Directors, and he joins us on the third Wednesday of every month Woo-hoo. to talk about rap and to generally mock us and like, yeah, mock yeah, him. Right. <laughs> and bring a little perv to the A little the perv, station. although we have plenty of perv to go around before yeah. you ever get here. Yeah. Just saying. But you help us out. Because you make mm-hmm. us talk about it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Usually they're like saying it while the, the music's going. That's right. But that's I make right. it come all out in the open. <laughs> Talking about candle wax and <laughs> right. spin chairs, whatever. Right. <laughs> exactly. You know? Okay. But only chairs. during the laugh-in music. Oh, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> only then. That's the only time I'll talk about that. That is kind of pervy. If you're doing it, <laughs> <It> <laughs> think is. about it. it oh, that's kind of interesting. A little bit. Exactly. A little bit. So what's going on at Rap Man? Well, I just got back from New York, so I'm a little out of it this week. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, what, what are can what I, pervy things were you doing I in New York? I was going to say, so I'm in New York, so. Well, now you got me blushing. Yeah. Um, no, I was there for a hair class. So. Oh, That's okay. That's kind of dirty. Got it. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, so, like, what do you learn? I mean, because I've heard like sometimes, like, like usually the it's cheaper to sometimes bring the teacher to the to oh, the group yeah. versus um, you bringing everybody to them. Yeah. Um, so, what kind um, of things do like do they go over? Do they go over like you're like because you're a color stylist, right? Well, I do both. I like color a lot. Okay. Which is why I take cutting classes. Oh, okay. Got <laughs> to it. To make sure I keep balanced. Ah, so a new technique that they kind of taught you? Yeah, they taught us a lot of techniques and razor cutting and... Ooh. Yeah. Now, why would one... That is dirty. Hacked my I'm serious. Oh. Oh, It it can get down and dirty. Ooh. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. You cut your thumb, though? Yeah, I hacked it up. Oh. They were trying to get me to use a straight razor instead of a guarded razor, and I just said, well, why not try it? And that was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Keep trying. Just no. maybe wear no, just wear a, no, just use a guarded razor. What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> I was more scared about cutting my finger off than messing up the haircut. So, oh, oh. why bother? Okay. Anyway, yeah. anyway. Dang. So what's going on at Rap? Oh, all kinds of things. Um, let's see. We're in the process of trying to get new board members. That's something I wanted to bring up for the last couple of weeks because we're really looking to expand the diversity of our board. Good for you. Um, Yay, rap. Just because it's it needs to happen. It, it has to happen. Good. Um, so anyone out there who's interested in um, potentially serving your community on the board of a wonderful community center that helps a lot of people in Washtenaw County and um, you can email me um, and I can send you more information. My email is Jeremy, J-E-R-E-M-Y, at wrap-up.org. That's W-R-A-P-U-P dot O-R-G. And in what, when you talk about you're looking to broaden the diversity of the board, what does that mean? Um, I mean those with facial hair and those without. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, over the years, the the... The demographics change a lot here and there. Um, right now, we're we're more um, male gendered oriented. Oriented. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have a lot of people of color. We would like to have people of color. We would love to have women. We would love to have transgendered people on our board. 
we just don't have them right now. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of the way that nonprofits work. You ebb and flow through people. And right. we've ebbed to the point where it's just guys. And that makes me uncomfortable. Got it. <laughs> so not because I'm uncomfortable with men, because as You're we all know, I'm very homo. comfortable with men. <laughs> um, no, I just think that if, as a, a LGBT community center, we need to have people on our board who are fulfilled the by the yeah exactly yeah, right. I mean, well and reflects the community that you serve right because it's hard i think it's hard for um i don't think it's impossible but i think it's hard for a group of gay guys to understand how uh lesbians feel or a bunch of lesbians how gay men feel i just don't i know we have a common struggle and there are many many commonalities but i feel like to have that out that different opinion like a different viewpoint is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's coming across, but no, it is because um, I can't understand how a transgendered uh, woman feels. I, I'm not a transgendered woman, so I would love to have someone who balances right. out the equation and says, "You might want to think about this part, part mm-hmm. point of view too," because I, as hard as I try to be inclusive and to be like all encompassing, I still, when it comes down to the end of the day, I am who I am, and I don't. I don't fully understand how anyone else, even mm-hmm. other gay men, mm-hmm. I don't understand right. how they feel. So the more diversity you have on the board in in age, in um, gender, in sexual orientation, in, co- in race, I mean, it's all necessary. Absolutely. In order to get a, val- a balanced view of our community and to make sure that the community is getting what they need from the resource, I mean, the community yep. center. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I encourage folks to be... <coughs> Seeking out more information if you think that that you would help augment the diversity of the RAP board of directors or you just think you have something good to say um, mm-hmm. by emailing Jeremy at jeremy at rap-up.org. Absolutely. Um, so what else, man? Um, well, Transfer Day of Remembrance is this weekend. Um, and I believe that the events are going to be on the 18th. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of the time. Okay. Um, so what's going to happen at the event? Like, what what kind of things are going to happen? Um, from what I understand, and forgive me because I have been out of town, so I'm way behind on six email. Six o'clock. Ah, six o'clock. Thank you. Um, there is a remembrance um, ceremony, and I think, could you pull that up so I could see where it's at and what it is? Yes, it's the Rackham Graduate School. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I should know these things. <laughs> I didn't bring anything with you me to give me any You lost a hints. lot of blood when you cut your thumb. Oh, yeah. Blame it on the blood. So <laughs> He's feeling a little faint. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there is, um, at, at Rackham, there's going to be a um, service remembering those who have been um, killed in the last year because of their gender identity. Um, and usually there's a, a, a small march, but I don't see that on there either. Okay. But if you want more information, um, should they bring candles, or is it going to be inside? I if if it if they need candles, it would be outside. But I think that the main part of it is on the inside. Oh, okay. But for more information, you can call um, you can call uh, the LGBTA office, um, and that number I believe is seven six three four one eight six. Perfect. We say that number a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> don't t- don't don't feel bad. No. No. Um, because they're helping to to put on most of the logistics of it, so I'm just the uh, 
<laughs> the head you of can the actually specifically call. You can call the general number, but you can also specifically call Florette King. Ah, thanks, Florette. Six four seven two seven two four. That's her direct line. Awesome. Oh, wow. Thanks for. Great. Well, I'm a little closer to the screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so is there, do you know yeah. of anything, like, for instance, recently that's been reported at least in Washtenaw County or in... Um, I don't know of anything specifically in Washtenaw County. I know that um, somebody had just sent me an email before I left about someone um, in, I believe it was New Mexico. Okay. Yes, I've seen that. Yeah, it was pretty um, tragic. They were transgender and they were disabled and oh my. they were raped and beaten i don't believe they were killed if i remember correctly. so but, but it was I, a really sad it was a really sad story and absolutely well and i think that that's one of the things that i remember from a couple of years ago that we were having um that there was one death a month that was happening um, basically that so happened. at least at least and so now it, I, i'm I sure it's, it's higher the, this year i was gonna say and i think this year it's 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 a lot higher just because i want to say that last was it last year one of the years there was over twenty four people. Yeah, I was gonna say the, the, yeah. the two, so it's, it's like, been two a month and yeah. So it's unreal. It's disgusting. And these are the ones that are reported and get into the news. Right. I mean that's what right. the, the other part that um right. it and I was reminded just the other day as I was driving through I think it was Oak Valley Township in Livingston County, I think it was. It was just over the border, um, into Livingston County where there where there was there was a hate crime that occurred and the body was dropped off up there right. and the police responded beautifully, instantly called it a hate crime, instantly, you know, this was a bashing. Yeah. And yeah. that this is um uh and oh don't try to temper me with baby pictures i am i am in a mood tonight so i am gonna come on man you know, that smile oh Look at that, baby. no i refuse i want to be angry <laughs> i want to be i'm sorry i didn't mean to, to ruin yeah, this right in the middle of moment. his tirade exactly I'm very she sorry. whipped out pictures of the baby is that what people are thinking as they're listening to us i mean they're just bored so they're looking at baby pictures no. no. <laughs> so. I highly doubt it. That you one fan that I got in touch with, then I she you loves s- listening to us. You seemed grumpy. I am grumpy. So I thought maybe seeing Charlotte Bean's smiling face would well, be grumpy these things, a little bit. These things should make us grumpy. Absolutely, they Absolutely. should. He was grumpy before he started oh, talking about that. Yeah. So, well, and then we also have World AIDS Day coming up. And right. I think that that, and then I was reminded that there's the quilt is coming to Eastern Michigan University, I think at their new student center. And so yeah, that's happening. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. just, so it's reminding me of, you know, that the, that, because uh, I was just given a statistic lately and that, oh, the numbers are getting better. That's what I've been hearing in the media and things. No. And then I find out, I look at the statistics for Washtenaw County. And gay men are like the number one, twice as many as other groups, and yet funding is still being cut. Absolutely. And and I'm really frustrated with, it's like, so how are we reaching out to these folks? How are, I mean, I know that it's becoming very um, uh, blah, blase right now. People are, it's very normalized with a lot of people. Well, but I yeah. appreciate rap, you know, with the work that they're doing with HIV education and Yeah, and, and uh, doing we do testing, testing every week at- uh, two times a week, um, needle exchange two times a week, uh, you know, Sundays from uh, 9 to 11 and Mondays from 3 to 9, 9 to 11 at night. Um, but, yeah, it is pretty sad that the um, statistics have gone up in Washtenaw County. Absolutely. I think the last two years even. Right. Um, and, and it's yes. in oh, yeah. men that have sex with men. It's, it's Absolutely. not necessarily I, – I would – I actually, when you talk to people about that, um, it's not necessarily just – 
gay men because a lot of these men who are having sex with men don't consider themselves gay. Thank you. There, there are right. men who have sex with men. Thank you for telling yeah. me that. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. So there's a lot of straight men out there having sex with men and getting HIV. And I want to point out it's not just black men. No, I'm not, not. Absolutely because not. I mean I think that when people think of oh you know going on the down low, well let's talk no. about all like the um, reverend recently that yeah. just came out. Let's talk about the <laughs> representative say, that just came out. I think it's from Texas. How I many mean, years was I on the down low? I mean, uh, yeah, on. so I, right. I really want to make it very clear that when people say oh the down low and they instantly think of black people, no, let's really talk about like there's white people, there's so, everyone. It's just so. people that just means people who are not okay with their se- sexual orientation enough to actually have sex with. Right. People they like. <laughs> right. As opposed to just doing it underneath the table. Mm. <laughs> Literally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that is like full of things I oh, can wait, talk about. <laughs> wait, did I just like tell some of my history? <laughs> <laughs> did you tell a story so. you didn't mean to? <laughs> so why don't we take another quick break? Okay. And when we come back, we're going to talk about homophobia in movies and television Ooh. a little bit. Oh, I'm ready. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all geared up. This is Keith Orr from Common Language Bookstore and The Out Bar. You're listening to Closets Are for Clothes on WCBN FM Ann Arbor, 88.3 on your radio dial. So one of the things that we were just been reminded about with Keith is that um, tonight is the Wine Cellar um, Hark event. And so, and, uh, and so, folks, if you haven't gotten there yet, definitely head on over. That's yeah. right, because you could win a bottle of wine that, that is just from Closets or, clo- for or Clothes as one of the many. Exactly. But more so. importantly, the president of RAP signed one, too. Oh! Well, ours, however, it was an Australian wine, Dan, Ooh, I have to tell you. Ooh, I love it! I picked it out, um... Oh, well, we are down under. I'm, I'm a <laughs> because I'm a booze hound. But what Ooh. I said was the reason why we picked the wine is because it was fruity and creamy like you. <laughs> and that it was from Australia, so it was manly like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, you are fabulous. You keep thinking. Because I'm like, how was you going to top that next year? You do so that good with that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, yeah. So, so that's I, what it was. I just got a Riesling and said the reason I like it is because it's sweet and innocent. And just, it's, No, I said it's just like me. It's sweet and innocent, and if you have too much, it gives you a headache. <laughs> and Jeremy, that's, that's dirty. <laughs> so do we know by chance where the event is happening? Um, yes, it's actually happening um, in the Carytown shops at uh, Everyday Food. Perfect. Yes, and it starts at 7... Everyday Sturdy? cook, don't you? Everything mean? cook, yeah, that one. Okay. Yeah, everyday cook. So the everyday <laughs> cook everyday in, in, in Carytown. I think it's at seven thirty. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's after the show. Right. Great. So head on over. On, yeah, while you're listening, you can head on over and you can do that. And how they're doing it a little this different this year. You're buying raffle tickets. Yes. And you can win. There's like three different levels of wine cellar you can win. Mm-hmm. There's one that's like thirty bottles and one that's like twenty and right. you know on down. Um, so that, you know, you don't, first of all, if you 
what if you won 100 bottles of wine? What I the know. hell do you do with that, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. That's like two a week. I actually just cut a client's hair who won it two years ago. <gasps> they, like, split it up with their kids, and, like, they still haven't gone through it all. Right. <laughs> so they and they're wine drinkers. Right. So they made it a little different this year yeah. to make it a little more manageable. Fantastic. For folks. So everyday, everyday food, everyday cooking. Ah, look. cook. Jeremy. Now look what, what I've done. What are you doing to me? Everyday cook. Everyday cook. cook. It's on the, the second Curry floor shops. of the Currytown Shops and on the fourth street side. And it's sort of an open area. Yeah. It's, like, oh, not great. like a... It's, it's very cool. Yeah. It's very good. So we had our night of R&R there. Yes, you did. Ah, um, so let's talk about homophobia in the movies. Yeah. Somebody brought this up to me today in, in talking about it, and it reminded me, I actually was watching, and this is a television thing, not a movie thing, but I was watching Jon Stewart on The Daily Show, and he was talking about the Pride March that happened in Jerusalem mm-hmm. uh, not too long ago, like this past weekend, and he showed they showed a picture of it, um, and he was he was saying something about, you know, the outlandish flamboyant revelers and but they weren't really they looked like right you know they Every were day. very sedate looking people <laughs> especially for a pride march right and so he said maybe they ought to think about gaining that thing up a little bit <laughs> which i thought was very funny but then right. if you think about it deeper like john stewart's not gay right and neither are probably most of the writers on the daily show and so at what point does it become good-natured poking fun, or mm-hmm. stop being good-natured poking fun, and become homophobic and right. ha- and hate mongering? You know, um, the other example that I brought up to Dan before the show was the movie Forty-Year-Old Virgin, which is ridiculous funny in my opinion. Um, I have the sense of humor of an adolescent boy, so <laughs> it makes sense that that movie is really funny to me. But there's a whole scene, both in the movie and in the extras on the DVD, that's really long. Where two of the characters um, spend are playing video games and um, playing this game of you know how I know that you're gay. Ah. And it's very funny to me. Right. Big homo. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> um, and it when I'm watch when I watched it every and I've seen it a few times, I know it's not about hate. I can right, just right. tell. I can feel that it's yes. not a hate thing. Yes. But there's also some element that I'm like, they, they're they shaming gay people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether it's about hate or not, there's they do think there's some shame yes. in, in, in that. Yes. Um, so th- that's just sort of the intro to this. And, you know, I think that it runs the gamut. There's, of course, the overly sissified gay male character in movies that's pointedly homophobic. Yes. And, and hating. But... Is that very different from Sean Hayes' character Jack on Will and Grace, who is also a stereotype, but is lauded as one of the greatest gay characters, you know, and and it just runs sort of the whole gamut. And I don't know if the producers, the writers, the creators of Will and Grace weren't gay. Would we accept that? Would we accept the Sean Hayes character hmm. the way that we did? Um, I don't know. I'm just, what are your thoughts and opinions, fellas? Go ahead. Well, first thing I, I thought of when you were saying um, all that was, uh, like, if I was in the closet, I always try and think of that. Like, I'm I'm not overly PC, as most of you know, but, like, when it comes down to things, I always remember when I was in the closet and how I always felt like if someone said, oh, that's so gay. Right. Like, that always felt like, oh, that's negative and that means I'm negative and it just made me more mm-hmm. deeper in the closet. Well... That's what I would try to think of when mm. I'm looking at a movie. And now it's really hard to do that because I've been out for so long and I have the same and you're humor really as out. you. Right. 
I'm super gay. You're super gay. <laughs> um, and I have the same humor as you, as you. Like, I love, like, slapstick, make fun of everybody. Like, Right. Yeah. I mean, Within I'm, reason, there are some boundaries I cannot cross. All right. But. But, you know. You know, I'm just saying. 40-Year-Old Virgin, Harold and Kumar. Really funny movies to yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I agree with you that, that sta- the statement, you know, that's Cause okay. Because if you were right. watching it as a closeted person who is struggling with their sexuality, like the the reverend that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. th- and being told on one hand that, that, you know, gay is so evil and wicked and blah, blah, blah. And then in the movies having these, like, funny, quote, unquote, characters or pieces of movies that are also derogatory towards gays. It just kind of reinforces the idea. But at the same time, who wants to, like, tackle the freedom of speech thing right like, where right. do you draw the line is a good question but i think that this is this is a great conversation because yeah. one of the things is that i was one of the things is that i'm really grateful for is that a lot that's happening now in movies and is expected now is that there's a full uh, a full 3d or multi-dimensional character now Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that that's yeah. one of the things is that um, I, um, at least in my day, um, is that I've watched it be where there was a very asexual gay man um, mm-hmm. or um, a very asexual. Remember that show with Tony Randall, like Dear yeah. Sydney or whatever, Love Sydney? Right. He was very, he was clearly gay. Yep. But also very asexual, yes. very mm-hmm. non-threatening, very... Yes. Yeah, and so there was, you know, that there just, just was a character that would be they would be able to play off of or whatever, but it was a very asexual character, mm-hmm. or nothing. And then we moved into, well, okay, we can talk about sex, but it's got to be uh, haha, goofy, he he he, right? Um, the the uh, and pardon this, but the butt, butt of all jokes. I mean, it's one of those, <laughs> you know, um, or the boob of the of the group. But anyway, so it was one of those where. Um, so we've moved from having the the comedy, the slapstick, ha ha ha, going into. So now we're getting to the point where, oh, now we have now they have to have a character that actually has a developing storyline that mm-hmm. they're that they're falling in love, and it's an actually not a a giggle type of love, falling in love, like oh, and then we're gonna break up. It's more of like, well, we have to go through the stages, and we break up, and it's a really serious breakup, and. Um and the and they actually grieve the relationship mm-hmm. that we're actually starting to see a full character and so I think that that's one of the things that I'm looking at now is is that the comedy that's happening is it goes a little deeper and it's got to be more respectful and mm-hmm. I think if it's not a, in a respectful way which I think is what I don't know how to answer your question with is like is where how do we define that? That being what is respectful, right? And how do we define it? Because I don't know. Like the movie, uh, another movie that I saw recently is Fat Girls from, okay. mm-hmm. um, and there's a, a flaming gay guy character in that, and it's very poorly executed. Right. Like it's just not believable. Right. Um, it's affected and. I mean, even the way he talks is affected. Right. The way he dresses. Like, I'm like, there's not a gay man that would dress like that. And I'm I'm not saying I know every gay man, but, (laughs) you know, there's not a lot that are wearing, like, sequined visors. Right. Mm. To their job at a department store. Right. You know, and so it was very, and that was clearly. I may admire it. But <laughs> right, you may buy it for your mom, well, that's right. you know, but you're not going to wear it. And so 
it was sort Obviously of like they she doesn't clearly, hang out with my friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just clearly they didn't they weren't thoughtful and respectful in creating that character. Right. At was all. It, I guess was it a was it a mean non-thoughtful it or was it just an ignorant? It was an ignorant. It was it was not I mean clearly you're supposed to laugh at this character. Okay. That's definitely obvious to me. It was obvious to me um that you're supposed to laugh at this character. But, but it wasn't hateful. Okay. What other characters were in the movie that you were supposed to laugh at? Like were there other characters? Probably the bad you... people. Well, yes and no. Aha. Uh-huh. The I mean Monique is the she's the protagonist no, I of wish the I story. Seen it. And it's great. Okay. Actually, it's great and bad. You know, it's we're not really here to talk about a critique of that movie, but there are great parts of it, and there are parts of it that really leave me left, left me sort of going, but but you know, yeah. like yeah. that. Come but on. What made you do that? Because um, they didn't tell the full story, or well, because there was there was a lot of fat hating stuff couched in body positive stuff, mm. and w- one of the ways that that manifested is that. You know, the whole movie is the uh, the point of the movie is her becoming comfortable with her body. And she does that because a man who is perfect in the uh, like traditional sense falls in love with her. No. And he's he's rich. He's a doctor. He's very muscular. Right. Um, you know, he's a he's um, from Africa. So he's mysterious and like right. all of these sort of stereotypes about men. But, you know, well, why isn't it like. Well, first of all, why can't she fall in love with herself on her own? Right. And and get comfortable <laughs> with her body by herself. Right. You know? Right. And why does it need to why can't we have the reverse true that it's not a perfect man right. mm-hmm. that falls in love with her and yes. makes it all better. Right. You know, so it was there were some issues with the movie. But anyway, this gay character was clearly not thoughtful. But not hateful either, and it was. But I was. I said, you know, that's not a respectful gay character. Mm-hmm. Whereas when I watch like the Forty Year Old Virgin, I don't feel hated watching that movie, even though there's a lot of gay humor, humor, ba- bantering, right? Bantering, because it's not. It's not negative, really. Like, mm-hmm. but is it? Because there were some right. situations for me that I was like. Who do you think? I mean, because I did, I couldn't watch the forty-year-old virgin for very long. It was one of those situations. You're not an adolescent boy. I'm sorry. No, I'm an, <laughs> I'm an old fogey. <laughs> and 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 I because I was thinking about that with like, for instance, like with with, with John Stewart or with I, I, because I feel not only because I was thinking, well, what would be the difference between South Park and John Stewart? Is sometimes with uh, South Park, I think they've gone way too far, and I get a little insulted by it. <laughs> um, and South um, Park, they really go. Far. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Gotta go. Yes. Exactly. Where I'm. Just like wow, they've taken it. But I thought Big Al, um, Big Gay Al. Al, was hysterical. And in fact, I was going to go for go as him for Halloween one time. You totally but, should still. I, I know <laughs> exactly. Um, but it's and so there were certain parts that was very funny. And I think part of it was that when they attack not a person, but like um, a behavior, if you will, or a character. Like a, like a characteristic, I might be able to deal with. Well, okay, two things happen for me. One is, do they hit everybody, like I think South Park does, without any mercy? Right. Um, I think about that. I'm like, well, maybe I can I can get behind it. 
with John Stewart, it's it's um it, it's almost he does it as in an advocacy type mm-hmm. of situation because that when I saw that tape and he made that comment, I laughed too. And then as yeah. you were talking today, it hit me why I laughed was because it even though because it was supposed to be a celebration and it wasn't mm-hmm. and right. and how dangerous that it has been right. it was somber and for them. and that's what i think what he was pointing out mm-hmm. was and so then for i thought about that where with where was south park sometimes I find it being hateful because they they dig and they dig hard and right, they and don't not, and it's not a critique or right. a eye opening thing. It is strictly just to take that knife and right. and punch. Right, and I think and, you you really hit upon I think what it is for me. Like with John Stewart, I can hear I hear his agenda behind yes. that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very clear to me, and that's I think the brilliance of John Stewart, right. who is amazingly brilliant yes. in my opinion that he he can really he makes you laugh really hard but at the same time you're like holy cow yeah yeah <laughs> right that's what right. an observation to make yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> right um and so i think that's that's what it is whereas you're right with the south park thing there's no effort made to be enlightening no it's, it's, it's strictly the punch let's, and, yeah. right let's hurt yeah in order to be funny right yeah. And and I think that that for me is like if, if I don't have any um, enlightenment or new information from it, um, then I mean I think and and I I have to admit there is a little bit of a um, I have my prejudices with straight men. So when they start talking about me gay, too. when they start talking <laughs> about gay things, I get I I my the hairs flare up in yes. emergency, <laughs> you know, and I'm yes. like, what are you about to say? And so. I have to admit that that might have been reason why I, I couldn't deal with it with the the forty year old virgin. But it's um, because I guess the the and it's, I'm not afraid of the queer word, but of smear the queer, yeah. and, you know, and how it really is to Absolutely. keep. I guess the other part is that if it's also a way to um, keep their status, mm-hmm. that they as straight right, men, right. they they we are better. You and know. we clearly didn't allot enough time to this I subject. 